Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wisdom.com Test Match Cricket from Abu Dhabi at Stumps on day three with Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for Specsavers, the test experts, and Proatar, the new coaching app that connects you with the biggest names in cricket. Jeff, to an extent, it was a predictable day. Pakistan batted for the vast bulk of it. We already knew they had the big first innings lead for much of the day. It was really, when are you going to declare? And yeah, what did they want to do with things? And for a while, they were interested in Baba Azam trying to get his debut century. He didn't mm. quite get there. Maiden short. century, certainly not his debut century. Sorry, that's what I Blimey. mean. Blimey, so many test matches without a ton for him now. Yes, not, not on debut, but his debut century, if you will. He's, he's debuting as a person who's made a century. <laughs> nice recovery. Yeah. No, I think it was good. Uh, I've been staring at his record all day. I'm well aware of the number of games he's played. But 99, his previous best was 90 not out. He's had a couple of near misses uh, pinned on the crease. Safra was also thinking about 100. He was going for 81, but a couple of big scores for him. And yeah, it was just really about personal milestones and the enjoyment for Pakistan, whereas Australia were taking a few novelty circus wickets here and there. Yeah, they set Australia 538, but that was less important as how much time they're going to allow themselves to bowl at Australia before stumps. It was 12 overs. It was long enough to pick up the wicket of Sean Marsh from the six ball he faced. He's had a terrible series, Jeff. He was bowled by an absolute screamer tonight, Mir Hamza. Um, his first test wicket with a ball like that, that's what dreams are made of. But um, when you're going poorly, you happen to get those sort of balls, don't you? Well, he did, but he also had a couple of horrible play and misses the over before at Muhammad Abbas and then slashed at one mm. at the edge just over gully. So there was bad luck, um, but uh, no, it wasn't all bad luck. He's, he's very much out of touch and struggling, and, and that can happen when Sean Marsh is in a rut. Let's go back to the start of the day. Azar Ali, who was already past 50, didn't get beyond 64. One of the more bizarre runouts I've seen in Test cricket. Talk us through it, Jeff. 
Uh, big outside edge, goes past Gully. Mitchell Marsh dropped it, actually. I got a big dive in and got fingertips to it. But he slowed it up just a bit, and it stopped about a foot in from the boundary rope at third man. Pakistan thought it had gone for four. They stopped mid-pitch, punched gloves, had a chat, <laughs> cup of tea, taken it nice and easy. Mitchell Stark was casual as you like to. Oh, I'll just lob this back into the keeper. So none of the Australians uh, showed what was going on. They kept it understated. Tim Payne was just looking back over his shoulder, received the throw, trotted back to the stumps, dinked the bales off, and sorry, you're out. They're, they're- may have been at the periphery some sense of uh, unsportsmanlike act on the basis they had no idea what was going on but fundamentally it's just poor cricket from the two Pakistanis. Well, well we spoke to Azhar Ali about that and he said that he had no problem with it at all. Here's that conversation with Jeff and Azhar Ali after play.
As for the Australians, the talking point was almost as much about those they didn't have at their disposal. Mitchell Stark only was able to get through three overs today as he manages a, a hamstring tightness injury. So they're keeping Peter Siddle in the country as cover for the T20 internationals that will uh, be played after the test next week. But also Usman Khawaja injured his knee in a what we're told is a fairly innocuous incident before play warming up. He didn't take the field through the duration of the day and now he's off for scans. It doesn't sound particularly good for a bloke who has, it's worth remembering, had a knee reconstruction some years ago as yeah, well. Exactly. And, and they said early on, oh, he's just off for a few minutes getting assessed, didn't come back all day, been to the hospital to have scans. So it, it's not necessarily that there's something hugely wrong. Maybe it's precautionary, but it's still enough to mean that he's not going to be able to bat till number seven. Uh, here was your conversation with Peter Siddle after play, which reflected on Australia's day as a whole.
So as we hear there, Jeff, well, he's still in good spirits. I think... Peter he's Siddle. still had a big Peter beaming Siddle. grin on his face. It's impossible to keep <laughs> Peter Siddle down. He just loves life. As we said a couple of days ago, how good is he for Test cricket? The reality is, Peter Siddle's played, as of yesterday, 10 years exactly of international cricket. He knows full well they're not drawing this game. But much in the same way that we saw Tim Payne constant with the chat today, positive reinforcement throughout... I see it as though they're looking at it as an opportunity. How long can they bat for? What sort of mark can they leave on Pakistan before the T20s? Can they drag it to a fifth day? Small milestones and what will probably be a hefty loss. And personal milestones as well. It's important with the Australian summer ahead if, if a couple of players could get hundreds and bat for a while, drag it into a fifth day. At least they would have something they could take out of it and, and be able to get a bit of enthusiasm and energy out of this match. Especially for the not-out men overnight. Aaron Finch on 24. He's looked really good. And Travis Head too, to be fair. He walked out with five overs or six overs to go and he's on 17 not out so for both of those players in their second test match a chance to to push forward and maybe even post three figures Mitchell Marsh out of runs at the moment needs to return to form Marnus Labashain likewise unlucky to be ran out yesterday although a bit sloppy as well after he got a start so there is an opportunity for a few of these Australian players to use what is still very good batting conditions to leave it yeah leave a dent on the series before they leave the country. Yeah, Aaron Finch looked good again. He's looked good in every innings this series, but a top score of 62. He's annoyed that he hasn't gone on to a bigger one. He'll have that opportunity once more. The pitch still looks pretty good for batting, and they should be able to to do something with it if they can apply themselves. It'd be wrong not to note the fact that Nathan Lyon took four wickets in the second innings to go with four in the first. Uh, He led the Australian wicket-takers with 12. Uh, Marnus Labuschagne picked up a couple as well, I should add. He finishes the series with eight wickets to his name. Also worth noting, Adam, Nathan Lyon broke his own record for the most number of deliveries by an Australian in a two-test series. He's bowled well over 800 balls this series. And also, another milestone for Nathan Lyon today, he's really racking them up in his latter part of his career. Not even the latter part of his career, what am I saying? Midpoint. Midpoint of his career. 20,000 deliveries he passed today without a front foot no ball. That's not for nothing, Nathan. That's discipline if ever I've seen it. (laughs) He's all about discipline and he needed plenty of that when it was getting a bit ragged at the other end. So, a very uh, tough day at the office (laughs) for Australia to use the cliche. Australia, we two days to go. They require 491 further runs to chase down 538 and absolutely annihilate the world record. Can't see that happening. But they do have an opportunity tomorrow to at least redeem themselves after a poor start to this test match or a poor day two at the very least and they'll get that chance tomorrow. As for Pakistan, nine more wickets and they can claim the series against Australia as they're expected to and can redeem themselves to an extent after not being able to seal the deal in Dubai. We'll be there of course for wisdom.com test match cricket thanks so much for your company throughout the test so far Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for Spec Savers the test experts and Proatar the new coaching app that connects you with the biggest names in cricket we'll talk to you on day four at Abu Dhabi Podcast Network.